Thanks so much for pressing play on another episode of the Choose to Think podcast. In today's episode, we'll shine a light on the local entrepreneur, Annette Grawl, of the lovely historical Scott Wood Bed and Breakfast in Woodford County, Kentucky. I was so blessed by our chat. Annette welcomed me into her warm home, and we settled into some comfy chairs and sipped on hot cider as we chatted. I really lost track of time. As a matter of fact, you may hear the sound of her clock chiming in the background. (laughs) Well, grab a tall glass of sweet tea and meander alongside us as we chat about what it's like to own a B&B in this day and age, the importance of community, and how to foster gratitude despite life setbacks such as loss of job and health issues such as a stroke. But first, listener, do you have a moment to subscribe to this podcast, rate, and write a review for me? Apparently, this makes the podcast more findable. Plus, it would mean the world to me if you would pass it on to others who you think might enjoy and be inspired by the content. So please stay tuned. Annette, a former events planner, and her husband, Tim, a financial guru and alumnus of UK, moved from Wisconsin to Kentucky about 20 years ago during a transitional time with both of their careers. God worked in marvelous ways to get them here, as well as confirmed in their hearts that he was behind them all the way in their desire to purchase the historic Scottwood B&B near Midway, Kentucky. Join us mid-conversation as we started talking about the impact Airbnbs have had on the bed and breakfast industry. Annette gives us a quick historical snapshot of what business was like a couple of decades ago compared to now, and she shares some really curious info about Scottwood B&B for you local history buffs. Let's listen. When we first started, and I came from, from special events and you know, doing things for people, for companies and businesses and people. And just, I hit the ground running was what I wanted to do. And I did. Mm. I got to know business owners in Midway and around the area and went to auctions and got furnishings and people helped me. And I was just gung ho because I had that in my system. I was in business. So, um, I got in, I and I got involved with the local chamber of commerce and um, got involved with the Woodford County Tourist Commission. And at that time, we were only uh, f- the Tourist Commission was only funded by Bed and Breakfast because Woodford County has no ho- had no hotels. And lo and behold, I became the head of uh, the Tourist Commission, and I was on that for seven years. And honestly, it was like a full-time job. I'm sure. But it was Woodford County. It's the only county in Kentucky, I think, at that time that did not pay their tourism commission person, mm. um, director. And so um, it was It was a labor of love, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And um, so now it's really funny because Airbnbs have come into play and other um, other websites and, and places where you can uh, go and reserve, make a reservations to stay somewhere. And um, we're finding that there are so many small mom and pop 
uh, Airbnbs, and people just have so many to choose from these days. And then the other thing that's really, um, a, it's been a good thing, is um, our county has now um, accepted a hotel. We have a hotel in Versailles. And from what I understand, the uh, um, the tax money that is coming in from just that hotel is has been such a boost because when I was on the Tourist Commission, we didn't have a lot of money to work with. We were only working with money that came in through bed and breakfast. I see. And um, it was a percentage. Mm -hmm. So um, we could only do so much. We could only market it so much. We could only advertise so much. And, and that hindered us. And I am so thankful um, I wish it had been back in my day, but now they have hired someone and paying someone to be the tourism commission wow. director and they have more money to work with, which is a good thing. So it's all of that is helping us bed and breakfast because we get more advertising and um, mm -hmm. the county is, is prospering. So that's a good thing that's going mm -hmm. on right now. You also said that Scott Wood is a member of... It's a member of the um, Kentucky Bed and Breakfast Association. Mm -hmm. And so we, we work as a group and um, we, we have conferences, we mm -hmm. have all kinds of local meetings. Okay, so we're talking about the some of the differences between an Airbnb and a B&B, a bed and breakfast. And we also mentioned the, uh, the accountability or the external mm -hmm. organization, the associations that bed and breakfasts can participate in for conferencing and professional development, just rubbing shoulders with other B&B owners, which is such a positive thing. Mm -hmm. And whereas an Airbnb wouldn't be subjected to that because, like you said, they're smaller mom and pop organizations. I could do an Airbnb if I wanted to. But there are a lot more risks, I think, involved with even, you know, if I stay at an Airbnb, I'm really at risk in, in ways that maybe I haven't even thought about. But uh, the kitchen, for example, might mm -hmm. be one. You said that the well, we are in yeah, we are inspected mm -hmm. once a year, and depending, it's just like a restaurant. You go into a yeah. restaurant and you see their score on the mm -hmm. outside, or the uh, it's posted yeah. when you mm -hmm. walk in. So we have the very same thing, and if you get below a certain uh, mark or or number, um, you're just they come back at intervals just like they do in restaurants. Mm -hmm. Luckily for Scottwood Bed and Breakfast, we've only had less than a hundred one time. Mm -hmm. And that's when my husband was in charge <laughs> and I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and the health department came in and found something wrong yeah. that he was doing. But we generally always get a hundred. Right. And the other issue, I can think of another one in addition to this one that I'm going to say, but um, the bathrooms. If you, you know, I've, I've used a few Airbnbs and they, they are communal restrooms. So not all, only are they communal kitchens where there's no real standard of cleanliness or inspections that are being done because everyone's cooking there, doing, bringing their own food, doing what they want, cleaning and so forth. But also the bathrooms are, 
are not necessarily private bathrooms. Right. So, in, in this day and age, um, people want to have private bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Now, when, when we started out doing bed and breakfast, when we were first married back in the 70s, mm -hmm. that's what you found. You would, you would uh, rent a, a room in a big home, um, and there would be a bathroom on each end, and you would all, all take turns, and mm -hmm. that's how it used to be. And we did it. It was just the way it was. But that's not how it is these days. We do have private bathrooms, and um, and people want it, and, and we respect that because that's what I would want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then there's the issue of folks can come to your website, which I will put the website in the show notes of this episode, and they can see exactly what it is they're getting That's I think right. Airbnb has kind of has they've come under a lot of fire because the picture that you see and then the actual room that you get it's two different stories right. and it's so disappointing and yeah. I explained to you that's what happened to me this summer mm -hmm. the picture online was one thing but the room I actually was housed in was quite yeah. another and I was so disappointed and I know other people who've said the same thing and we're I come from personally, I was um, doing events and advertising for the company that I worked for before we bought Scottwood. And, and I have just, it's integrity, I feel like, but mm -hmm. it's, um, it's uh, saying what you are and you are what you say. Mm -hmm. I, I have a real hard time with false advertisement. Mm -hmm. So um, I really try Mm -hmm. hard to you know not try to be grandiose on something that we're not but you know leave a little bit to the imagination too that's how I think is you know a good thing to do let them be surprised sure. but not in a bad way right right yeah well while while we're talking about that can you describe the property just a little bit the what accommodations you do have sure we, um, it's a federal style home. It was built in 1795 mm -hmm. and it has been moved to this location, which was a big deal. But, um, this was always a tenant home on, on a farm in this area, about 10 miles from five, five or 10 miles from here. And, um, when they, when they moved the house here, they moved it in, uh, intact with the, the main four rooms and then they dismantled the two wings on the lower level and put, had them all put back together um, when they got here. And interestingly enough, the gentleman who actually lived in Midway and put them back together uh, had worked as the first, first whatever, at Shaker Village like a contractor, a builder, or yeah, I can't think of the word. construction of, or yeah, something. Yeah, I'll think of it. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Designer, even. It's not yeah. a curator. Curator, okay. <laughs> yes, he had he had been at Shaker Village at that time, and he lived in Midway. His name was Jim Coger, and there are books on him. Wow. I have one here. Nice. And anyway, um, he put the wings all back together and did it beautifully he also had been um a curator at williamsburg virginia at one time so he definitely knew what he was doing so we're we think we're very fortunate to have had his touch 
here. So what we have is um, we have a downstairs room. We have two rooms upstairs. It's more of a suite upstairs. We Lots of times we have families um, upstairs because it's there's two bedrooms, a sitting room, and a bathroom mm -hmm. up there. And besides that, we have a private cottage behind our house. And we are currently getting ready to uh, enlarge it. But right now it has all everything in one big room. It has a beautiful fireplace. It has um, kitchen equipment and um, queen-size bed, canopy bed. It has a deck. It has um, a grill to use if you're interested. It has patio furniture, mm -hmm. and it's very private. That's what people like. We use it a lot of times for honeymoons, mm -hmm. first night, or uh, wedding people, or birthdays, or whatever. Mm -hmm. People like their privacy. Mm -hmm. So um, that's available. And like I said, Fingers crossed we're getting ready to enlarge it. So we'll see. That sounds nice. And Scottwood Bed and Breakfast sits on how many acres? Five and a half. Okay. And it's named Scottwood because it originally sat in Scott County and they moved it to Woodford County. So Tim was and I were talking just the other day and we were thinking, you know, everything around here, a lot of things that um, – are kind of popular. They have the word Creek in it. Mm -hmm. So we change our name to um, South Elkhorn Creek bed and breakfast. And we, I said, no, if we were going to do that, we should have done it a long time ago. <laughs> In this next section, which I say is my favorite, things get a bit more personal. You'll find out that Annette suffered from a serious stroke just five years ago, and by God's grace, what an overcomer she is. She speaks about the impact and importance of gratitude, of community, of people, of relationships. And if you're like I am, you'll want to make your reservation soon at Scottwood B&B so that you can do some good old-fashioned porch sitting, too. Let's dive in. So Annette, as you know, a part of my ministry is, well, it's called Start with a Grateful Heart. And this podcast is called Choose to Think. And the to kind of connect those two together, the I found in my personal Christian walk that the impact of gratitude as an attitude or as a mindset um, just was, it, it's my pivot point when and. It doesn't matter the suffering, the problem, the trial, um, the irritability, whatever issue it might be. I have found personally that when I step back just for a moment and say, hold on, thank you, Lord, for this. Or maybe it wasn't like this, but Lord, I'm so thankful that it was like this. And in it, it's a shift or a pivot point in my thinking that allows me to it's more than just positive thinking, but it's it allows me to be grateful to God and to express that gratitude verbally in my mind and with the thoughts and in how I think. And so I'm wondering, um, you know, we've just got a little bit of your story, you and Tim and coming down here and and some of the things that, you know, God confirmed along the way to bring you here. You're in a lovely place, 21 years under your belt, still going strong and um, with some bumps along the road to be sure. But if you can think of times when maybe gratitude 
has impacted you or where you can look back now and say, you know, that wasn't quite the way I thought it would be, but now I can see God's hand in that, or I can be grateful for this, whether it's professionally or personally. Does Can you think of something that you might share with us regarding the impact that blessings and gratitude have, have had sure. on your life? Well, personally, um, Tim and I both have had some health issues in the last few years. Um, Tim has had a heart attack. In fact, he's had two heart attacks. And um, I I personally had a stroke in 2015. And I'm I'm here today because of the great um, nursing and therapy that I got. And I'm telling you, Lexington, Kentucky has the best. I was um, first hospitalized in Lexington at the, at one of the hospitals. And it was, they, their care was amazing. And I, but I went from there to rehabilitation to Cardinal Hill and the, the therapy that I got there was absolutely the best. And there were people there too. And on the floor that I was on who had had strokes um, and were there long-term and they were never going to be better. And there were people there that came and went when I was there. And the very first weekend that I was there, a person came in who who was called in to come um, give some therapy to me. And she was one of the best. Um, and she had me doing certain things with my arms, which had been affected. And she, by the way she moved my arms and what I was able to do that day, she said, I've, she said, you have been spared. And we truly believe that God did spare because I, it happened at home. I was able to get to the hospital and as I was going to the hospital, it was coming on more and more and more. And I could tell that something bad was happening, but I didn't know what. And so by the time I was admitted to the hospital and then when I went to um, therapy, um, you know, I, I, I have trouble with my speech every now and then. I have trouble remembering things. I'm... Um, I was always right-handed, and I can't use my right hand um, to do the things that I love to do, like sewing and crafting and cooking. Um, I'm, I've turned into a lefty. I write with my left hand. You're a lefty. <laughs> no, I'm a right. Okay. And um, but I've I've adapted, and I call it my new normal, and yeah. and I do what I can do, and. I have had to just set aside what I can't do anymore. And so I'm getting rid of all my crafting projects. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a big sale if anybody's interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have some trouble remembering and I have to have help. But I've always had Tim here as my sous chef. Mm-hmm. And I've also had really good help that I've, I've paid to, to come here and clean and to help with the cooking. And I have been so grateful for um, 
the ones that God has sent our way. We, we not only work together, but we're good friends. We visit each other in our homes mm -hmm. and we do birthdays together and things like that. We just, God has just sent us some wonderful people and, um, we, you know, we just appreciate every, everything that we, that has come our way that's been in the form of help or um, doing it a different way. Uh, people who cut the grass, who do um, everything that we need doing that we can't do. Mm -hmm. The best people have just been sent to us or we've mm -hmm. found them some way through uh, connections. And it's just been a marvelous thing in our, in our eyes. Mm -hmm. This particular place, it's it's just like a little bit of heaven to us, and we Tim will look out and or we'll look out and say, you know, God put us put us here, our little piece of land, and you know it's ours and it'll be ours until God moves us on, and we're open to that because, you know, we're not getting any younger and we don't know how long we'll be able to do this, but as long as we are able, mm -hmm. God has sent us the best guest I mean I, I can we say we can name on one hand the people that we don't want to come back again or the bad <laughs> guests it hasn't been very many mm -hmm. and it's been for different reasons we have had um, guests that return year after year after year we have uh, guests that come for the derby year after year the same group we're all good friends we all go out to eat together we we get along famously um you know we are on facebook and all that we it's not just when they come here it's a real connection that we've got with these people and um and even you know people will come here and they'll say don't ever take this place for granted because it's just a really special place. Mm -hmm. And we have found that out. We love when the weather is good and we can be out on the porch or in the yard visiting with our guests and we sit out and we, we talk and we have fun. And it, we have a guest that came to us last year and she's, she was, um, she was here because her daughters were doing something at the horse park and she was really just here just to visit with them when she could. And she's, she now thinks she's my best friend <laughs> because we sat on the porch. We call I'm it porch sure. sitting. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so, um, yeah, we, we have had all kinds of guests. And when I think about it over the years, I, I can't even remember some of them sometimes, but you know, they've all been good and, and we've had fun with them. Some of them want you to interact with them and, and sit at the uh, breakfast table with them. If there's a room, if we have empty spots or something, we'll do that. But um, I mean, over the years we've had, we've had families and they keep coming back for events at the horse park. We we've had one family that we got real close with who had their daughter coming um, every year to um, the horse park for um, for a particular event and she came every year her parents came 
And she was about eight years old when she started. And now she's graduated from college. Parents have moved way to the um, western part of the United States. But when they come back to this area, they come see us. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, things like that. We were, we've were we been invited to weddings. Sure. We just went to a wedding in Montana from one of our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, we love our guests. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sometimes, you know, you get tired and you've had a long day and, and you have to clean rooms and and all of that. But through all that, we we realize that this this has been a gifting that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And um, Tim loves visiting with people. Sometimes he forgets what he's supposed to be doing, <laughs> and he talks a lot. But the guests love it. Yeah. And he even knows how to give really good tours, and they love that. Yeah. We, we're, we feel just really blessed to, to be here and to have all the people that have come our way. And we say all the time, had we not moved from Wisconsin, from our little Tim's little area that he grew up in, mm-hmm. little town called Eden, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and if we had not left there and and moved and and did what we felt God wanted us to do, we would have never met all these people. Mm-hmm. And just think of all the people that have come and gone that we would have never known. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Yeah. What a gift of, I think what you're describing is the gift of hospitality because you're so much more than just a place to stay and for someone to throw their head at night. Mm-hmm. But what you're describing, like sitting on the porch, <laughs> um, is, is connection. And in this day and age, more than anything else, people need connection. They want to feel like they're seen they want to feel heard, and they just want to sit around and laugh and talk and tell their story. That's because, right. Because we all have a story. We all do. And it's nice to, to share those stories. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's really a beautiful way to end, I think, Annette. That's awesome. And now a few higher ground takeaways. Number one, embrace God's leading in your life and strive to be adaptable. Number two, take a moment to give thanks to God for your family, perhaps your support staff, clients, guests, and friends. They are true blessings. Number three, determine your God-given talents and giftings. Is it hospitality? Then open your home. Is it teaching? Then share what you know and have learned. What gets your engines cranking? Whatever it is, do it. Number four, stay hopeful and anxious despite life's many storms. God's abundant grace and your demonstrated gratitude will be just the pivot point you need to face any obstacle. And number five, never underestimate the power of traditions and human connections. Slow down, talk to people, laugh, and share deep and meaningful conversations. That is, after all, the key to being a super host. And you know what? Go hug a dog. Can you hear my little Rico in the background? Yeah, I think he's barking to say, Hello. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I'm willing to bet that each listener has a place to sleep, a warm bed to rest in each night, and are surrounded by family and friends who love them. Thank you for all of these blessings that sometimes we may take for granted. Help us to be your salt and light today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Why not make a reservation at Scott Woody and B? Escape the hustle and bustle and do some porch sitting. Tim and Annette will be waiting for you with a smile on their faces. Check out my website to see the first thing I saw when I stepped up up into their porch for the interview. Also, check out the show notes for more contact info about Scott Wood B&B and a Grateful Heart Ministry. Please stay connected. I hope, dear listener, that you are finding hope and encouragement to choose to think in your journey. Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.